It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Recording in progress. Hey there, everybody. This is Kenny. Welcome back. Welcome back to another edition of the Yak with Mac. I hope you had a phenomenal, phenomenal week, a phenomenal weekend, and a great, great start to your week. Let's get down to business. Let's talk about some leadership because, leaders, this is the place to come to if you want to get inspired and encouraged to be great influencers. Remember, as a leader these days, you got to influence. The days are long over where you tell somebody what to do, right? Let them figure it out. And I have to say, man, the weekend, what a New York sports weekend it was. I don't remember having a weekend like this. The Mets swept four games. They stay in first place. Aaron Judge hits two more home runs yesterday. Unbelievable. I'm going to talk about him in a second. And then the Jets and the Giants win. But the Jets went down by 13 points with under two minutes left. They re- they recover an onside kick. That never happens. And so, man, maybe our luck is turning around here. Maybe this is going to be actually a good football season here in New York. Because the Giants are 2-0 and the Jets are now 1-1. And, and, and the Jets beat a really good team, obviously, in the Cleveland Browns. Anyway... I, I want to talk about their coach for a second as uh, my topic today is going to be reputation. And I'm going to share a conversation I had with someone yesterday, which really prompted me to talk about this again, because I've talked about this in the past. going to add a few things onto it today because I just think it's it's so important in our day and time that we protect that reputation and guard it as a leader especially, but really in anything you do. But since we're geared towards talking about leaders, that's what I want to talk about this morning. Robert Saylor, the coach of the Jets last week, was really upset when they lost. And uh, I'm sure a lot of people were making fun of the Jets, same old Jets, here we go. And I happen to be a Jet fan, by the way, so and for a long, long time. I don't remember Super Bowl three that they were in last time. So I'm hoping in my lifetime I could see them in a Super Bowl. But he said something to the effect of, hey, I'm taking receipts, right? All y'all that have been talking about me, I'm, you know, you're going to eat those words. It was very uncharacteristic of him because in his first year with the Jets last year and, and the years he spent with the 49ers, and I believe he was the defensive coordinator, he had a reputation of really being a really, really good guy, easygoing, but he had kind of had enough. He was a little frustrated, and boom, he throws that out there. Now, does that did that do anything to his reputation? I don't think so, and here's why I don't think so. It, it, it wasn't that bad, first of all. He didn't point one person out, and second of all, even though he's only been head coach for one year, he had already built up a reputation as a good guy. Even in that one year. So I think a lot of folks chalked it up to, yeah, he had a bad moment, right? And he said something, ah, it was a little bit off. We're going to give him the benefit of the doubt. 
Now, if he brings it up in his press conference today, Monday, right? He says, see, I told you all so. Listen, the Jets haven't accomplished anything yet. We won a great game yesterday. That was awesome. But now if he gets, comes back today and says, listen, I told you guys, so I'm keeping receipts, oh, that would be a little different. I suspect he's not going to do that. He's probably not going to bring that up at all. He's just going to enjoy the win and say, hey, now we get ready for our game next week. I, and so why am I talking about this? I, I think that reputation is so important. And I, and I want to say that it is probably contrary to how most of us have been brought up. We have been brought up with our parents, guardians, whomever, probably telling us, don't you worry about what somebody else thinks. I'll never forget. I was probably like in the fifth grade, and I really wanted a pair of Converse. Chuck Taylor Converse, right? That's what everybody was wearing. I got a pair of Pro Keds. <laughs> and Pro Keds was a decent sneaker, but it wasn't Converse, and I wanted Converse so badly And I remember begging my mom, begging my dad. And when I look back now, you know, especially after being a parent for a lot of years, I'm sure they just couldn't afford it at that moment. But I remember after asking my mom, I don't know, maybe 300 times, my mom finally looking at me and saying, because one of the things I had said was, Mom, all the other kids have Converse. I'm the only one with Pro Cats. And my mom said, don't you dare worry about what anybody else thinks. And mom was right to an extent, right? But she's right up until we get into leadership. Don't hear what I'm not saying here. I haven't said that in a little bit, but don't hear what I'm not saying. You as a leader cannot base every single decision on what you think other people are going to think about you. However, I will tell you that it is important what other people think of you. Because that perception becomes reality. And those things start to shape your reputation, which is so vitally important. Let me talk about it from another angle. I'm always fascinated with someone that's in another industry, and I love to have uh, very curious conversations with them. And I've gotten to meet and know uh, a really nice young gentleman over the last, um, I'd say, a year or so. And he happens to be a professional musician, plays the bass. And silly me, I thought he just performed with one specific group. I found out yesterday that he doesn't. He performs with several different groups. And I'll get into how I asked him how that comes about in a second. But what really struck me is that also he let me know that he he's records in studios with different huge artists. And he named a few artists that are really, really big in the industry that he performs in the studio for. And I was like, that's so interesting. How do those things come about? And he said one word. He said it comes about by reputation. And I thought that was really interesting. He said, because I'm very, very guarded on how I show up every day. So if they tell me to be at a studio at 6 a.m., I'm there earlier. Right? And I'm, I'm always on time. Now, he said, am I the best bass player out there? Probably not. There's probably others that are better. But I'm the most cooperative. I learn. I listen. And I know that it's not about me. It's about the artist. I'm there to support. And and that reputation that I now have in the industry, he said, you know, I, I sometimes have to turn down uh, different jobs because my calendar is just too full. And he said he knows of 
because I asked him the question of what would cause someone not to get a job that might be a little bit of a better, more talented musician than you. I can't imagine that. He's extremely, this guy that I know is extremely talented. But he said, well, showing up late, (laughs) not showing up at all, making an excuse, being uncooperative. And it could be in any industry, right? It's not just the music industry, but showing up intoxicated or or not in your full capacity. Uh, He also said when he goes on the road, they're together a lot. So let's say it's a band of, I don't know, 10, let's say, or, or five. They're together a lot, right? When they have to rehearse and everything like that. So he said that's a plays a big part as well. He said, so I travel well with others because we might be on the same bus. <clears throat> we might be on the same flight. And he said, you know, I'm, I'm just very polite. I get along with people well. And if they say, hey, we're, we're doing our rehearsal this morning after breakfast at 7 a.m., I'm down there well beforehand, no matter how late it was the night before. And so he's built this enormously great reputation throughout that particular industry. I thought that was very, very interesting. And so let's tie that back into if you're running a retail store or a restaurant or if you're running a team in a call center or running a full call center, ask yourself what your reputation is. And how do you really know that? Well, you got to also ask others. Do you feel like you have a really great reputation? I think we all can probably think of people that have impeccable reputations. And and I'm going to go over some specific things that you can do to build that reputation up. But here's a thing that is harsh to know, but I know that I know this for a fact. When it comes to reputation, you've heard me probably say this before, it takes years to build up a great one. You can lose it in just a few seconds. But here's the other piece that I don't think I ever said before. And I re- I'm, I'm reminded of a story that I'm going to share in a second. But how quick can you lose a reputation, a great reputation? You can lose it just like that very, very quickly. It's like the Jets coach. However, if you go for a long time and you build up points in the bank, then you're going to be okay if you do or say one dumb thing. Because here's the thing. We all know this, right? None of us are perfect. We all going to fall short. We're all going to make mistakes. We're all going to say the wrong thing, make a bad decision. It's just part of life and part of what happens in business. But people will give you the benefit of the doubt if you have built up some points in the bank with them by having a track record of making really sound decisions and just having a great reputation as as a people person or as as someone that really produces great results and and Obviously, the sweet spot is both, right? And, and so it, it's, it's so, so important uh, because I'll, I'll never get a couple of years ago, it's before the, the merger. I won't say who the person was. It wasn't in the New York market, but I, I had overheard a conversation of someone that totally wasn't taking a person into consideration for Uh, a position that they had on their team. And I was really curious about that because I said, man, I think that person would do extremely well if you ask in my opinion, you know? And, and, and I was, at the time I had a good reputation of being very astute about good leaders. And I I think this person's an excellent leader. 
And Kamei asked, why you are not going to consider this person? And they said, you know what? This person lied to me one time about something really, really silly. And that's my red line. That's my line in the sand. If somebody lies to me, I'm, I'm done. I was like, okay, I, I get that. How long ago was that? It was probably about 10, 11 years ago. I, I, I kid you not. And I'm like, wow. Have you had any other interactions with that person in these 10 and 11 years? Yeah. How have they been? They've all been good. Okay. And have you asked that person's current manager if they had any other issues with not, you know, not telling the truth, not being forthcoming, whatever? No. Seems like they've been good, but I can't, I can't forget it. I'm holding on to that. Okay. They didn't give that person a shot, as far as I knew. And, and so I think that is pretty sad, but here's the thing. Some leaders don't ever forget. Reputation really matters. It's hard to live it down once you've kind of broken it. In some cases, not at all. There are also a lot of leaders, and you guys know I lean on this side, that will give people an opportunity despite the mistakes of the past or despite not having such a great reputation. You see, I looked at that as a challenge as a leader. I'm like, okay, this leader doesn't have a great reputation. I'm going to change that. I'm going to flip the script. I'm going to help them do that. I'm going to help them build rebuild and have a great reputation because they're going to be on my team. I was that cocky at times. That caused me some angst at times because I I sometimes took a chance on maybe the wrong person and it didn't always work out in the end. But I can tell you that 90% of the time it did. It did. And so you can gain a reputation for a lot of different reasons. I'm going to get into the meat now. But I want to say this. This wasn't my expression. I don't remember. I'd love to give whoever this was credit for this. It was probably on a John Maxwell call where they said your reputation arrives in a room 10 minutes before you do. How true is that, folks? How many of you raise your hands if you look at who's going to attend a meeting that you need to be in before you get there and you say, oh, Pookie going to be in this meeting. Oh, my gosh. Pookie going to be just chatting away. Talking loud, saying nothing. Lights gonna be on, but he's not gonna be home. I, I gotta say, I know I did that. People's reputations arrive in a room ten minutes before they do on a conference call, right, or a Zoom call, whatever. That's a sad fact. At times, we don't allow people sometimes to rebuild their reputations by giving them another shot. So it's so important to guard that and to build a great reputation from day one, then you ain't got to worry about anything, right? All right, let's talk a little bit about some ways, the quickest ways for you to build a a great reputation. And I'm just going to hit on some general things here. You've heard me say this before, you build a great reputation by helping others. You want to build a great reputation quickly, help others and help others be successful. And then, guess what? Shut up about it. Just do it quietly, behind the scenes. Help people. And help people outside of, also, you want to help your team first, right? But help people outside of your immediate team, outside of your immediate fall walls. And then keep quiet about it. Let them tell your story. Because them telling your story is going to be way more powerful than you telling your story. Because you're telling that story, hey, I went over there, I helped out that store, and look at their results now. Yeah, that's just going to look and feel like you're bragging on yourself. Let other people, yeah, you know what, Kenny was over here a couple of times last month, gave me some really good tips on how I can do this better. 
And it turned out to be great. And so help others. That's number one. Don't publicize it. Let others do that. All within that, number one. Number two, show up. (laughs) I'm, I'm fascinated these days, wherever I'm at, if I'm at a Starbucks, if I'm at some other place, I probably shouldn't have named Starbucks, but any place where I'm going to get some service, I notice this all the time. It's 10 after, let's say, 1 o'clock in the afternoon, and somebody comes running in. And then next thing I know, they're kind of like on the floor. They're late. They no way they were scheduled for one ten. You know that they were scheduled for 1 o'clock, and they're running 10 minutes late. And, and I, that has just become such an epidemic, man. I'm telling you, build a reputation. You will stand out, unfortunately, these days if you show up and you show up early. But show up. Show up every day, no matter what. Don't make excuses. Things are going to come up often enough in all of our lives where we can't show up. On those days where we might not be feeling all that great or whatever, try to show up. And, and listen, don't hear what I'm not saying here either. COVID is a real thing. It's still out there. If you, you, know, if you feel like you've got COVID and, got, and maybe you're just feeling a little scratchy throat, go get tested, whatever. And, and certainly if you're positive, don't show up. But man, oh man, I, I had somebody tell me, uh, maybe about a year ago, man, I can't believe this person has had COVID. I, I'm not kidding, eight different times. And I'm like, in my mind, I'm saying, no, they didn't. <laughs> I mean, is that possible? Maybe. You know, and I'm not I'm not making fun of that if that was true, but I doubt if it was true. I think that we fall into a little bit of a culture of not showing up. I'm gonna talk about a topic next week called quiet quitting. And I'm gonna go into a little bit more detail on this, but I gotta tell you, man, you build a great reputation, Kenny's gonna be there. You know, John's going to be there. Willie's going to be there. If I put a meeting on there, that person's showing up for the meeting. We all know people that either A, don't show up for meetings, or they show up late to me. Conference call started. We're waiting on one person five minutes later. And we know it, too. We say, watch, this person's probably going to be late. <laughs> Let's not show up. And that's so unfair. We've got 10 people that have shown up on time, one person that hasn't, and we hold a meeting up for that one person. And then that reputation builds and builds and builds in a a bad way. But you want to build it in a good way? Show up. Show up even early for meetings. Here's my last one for now. Or last two. We'll do two more. Do what you say you're going to do. This sounds very basic. But how many people you know that say they're going to do something and they don't do it? And here's the other thing. If you can't do something, don't just forget about it. Because you know your team is watching you. They didn't forget about it. In 30 days, you knew you couldn't do something or it's just falling off the radar or whatever. Let them know that. Hey, guys, last month I said we were going to do this. Just didn't get the chance to get around to do it, doing it. We're going to make sure we get this done this month or this is not a priority anymore. So I said we were going to do this and go in this direction. We're not going to go in this direction. Give them that update. They said, oh, okay. We were wondering what happened. Really? They remember. <laughs> right? So you, know, you, you definitely want to give updates. Do what you say you're going to do. And if you can't do what you say you're going to do, let people know that you just can't do it for whatever reason. Give them the reason. Okay, last quick thing. Tell the truth always. I just gave you that story of this person that almost 11 years ago caught someone in a fib and and, and they're holding on to that, man. Tell the truth. That's a hard one to come back from. It, it really is. It, it could be very, very difficult to come back from. I wouldn't hold it on for 11 years, especially if that person, no one has ever said, hey, yeah, that person has lied a lot before or whatever. 
but some leaders do, guys. They do. And that is why your reputation is so, so, so important. You do all that and you build a great reputation. Bet on yourself. This is a John Maxwell thing that I love. Bet on yourself. Try different things. Be innovative. Bet on yourself. So what if it fails? Most of the time, it's not going to fail, right? Bet on yourself because that reputation is going to carry you through to try different things all the time. This is a little bit different, but Aaron Judge, 59 home runs. He might win the triple crown as well. He bet on himself. He didn't sign that contract before the beginning of the season. He bet on himself. Now, that's not worked out with some players. No more Garcia Parra. That probably didn't work out with. I'm worried a little bit now about Juan Soto having a horrible year, especially since he's been with the Padres, and he had the opportunity to sign a $450 million contract, even though that would have been less per year than several other players. But, you know, sometimes you just got to jump and bet on yourself. And... And listen, sometimes it's not going to work out, but most of the time it is going to work out. Bet on yourself because you've built that reputation. And so what if it didn't work out? Because, yeah, man, Kenny's got that good reputation of trying different things. We, man, maybe we didn't help him out enough. Let's, let's, let's encourage him to try something else, right? Bet on yourself. Here's also the last thing I'll leave you with today is that If you think you're not on stage and that your team is not watching you 24-7, my friends, you're very, very mistaken. Your team knows exactly when you show up. Your team knows how often you show up. They know how you show up every single day. They are watching you a lot more than you are watching them. I promise you. Just ask somebody on your team what you had for breakfast this morning or the other day. I guarantee you they were watching exactly what you were eating. That could be kind of your litmus test to see. So my friends, building that great reputation is vital. It's vital to your long-term success. Build a great reputation very, very early in your career. And listen, if stuff happens, if something sets you back, that's okay. Build up those points. None of us are going to be perfect. Know that. But you're always on stage. And listen, that voice in your head from your past that says, hey, don't worry about what anybody else thinks. Uh-uh, in leadership, you need to worry about it. All right, that's enough for this week. I will be back next week. We will talk a little bit more about this whole phenomenon that I think has been going on for a while, but I think that we just now put a label to it called quiet quitting. And so my goal is to just have you be better influencers and hopefully the conversation today can help you along those lines. So for now, this has been Kenny. This has been the Yak with Mac. We will talk to you next week. Recording stopped. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.